Are you sure this will work, Mr. Vane? asked Mrs. Abba anxiously, peering into the bubbling mess on the kitchen stove. It smells terrible, does it not? said Amaryllis, but it does work. Our old housekeeper used it, and I found it highly recommended in a housekeeping book in the library. Now, I think it is ready. See, it has quite boiled down to a paste. We spread the paste on the scorched area and leave it to dry, and then have the laundry maids wash it several times. Lady Warburton is not likely to pay us a visit. Uh, Perhaps we should have used the laundry room, Mrs. Abba. No, miss, her ladyship hardly ever visits the kitchens, except about once a month to make sure there has been no pilfering. Very strict is her ladyship, but then I do not need to tell you that, miss. It does smell horrible, said Amaryllis, wrinkling her nose. Get one of the maids to take the sheets to the laundry room now. If James should come in, he is sure to tell Lady Warburton. That James, said Mrs. Abba, darkly. Second footman be blowed, more like first-class sneak. One of the maids bundled up the paste-covered sheets and carried them off. When she had left, Mrs. Abba turned back to Amaryllis. I hear my lady has great hopes of a match between Sissy and this Lord Merchester, said Mrs. Abba, looking steadfastly at a corner of the kitchen table. Oh, muffins, cried Amaryllis, deliberately changing the subject. The kitchen boy was toasting muffins in front of the fire and piling them neatly on a plate, ready to be carried upstairs for tea. I do love toasted muffins. Then you shall have some, smiled Mrs. Abba. I shall send a tray to your room. Amaryllis looked around the bright, friendly kitchen. Couldn't I stay here and eat them? Just once, she pleaded. Twouldn't be fitting, miss. You may join me in the parlour, if you wish. James has been sent out on an errand, put in the cook, Mrs. Palmer. No one's going to say anything if miss would like to stay. And so Amaryllis settled down to toasted muffins dripping with butter, crumpets and seed cake. Then she helped cook roll the pastry, getting flour on her nose and over her dress and apron. The kitchen was warm and cheerful and full of bustle as servants came and went. The big fire crackled away merrily while a boy turned a sheep on the spit. Most of the meals were cooked in closed, coal-burning stoves, but large roasts were still turned over the open fire, just as they had been roasted in the centuries before. Mrs. Abba left to supervise the still room. She had unfortunately forgotten the predilection of county gentlemen for invading the kitchens after a day's shooting. And so Amaryllis, flushed and flowery, was found by the Marquis of Merchester and the rest of the gentlemen as they erupted into the kitchens by way of the back door. Lord Warburton fortunately did not even see Amaryllis, but muttered something about going upstairs to eject an unwelcome caller. The servants pinned smiles on their faces and looked as if it were a great honour to entertain the upstairs party at the servants' table when, in fact, every one of them wished their aristocratic visitors a mile away. Even such a small house party as this meant extra work and long hours. Now precious time had to be found to make special cakes and brew tea and decant wine. Amaryllis moved over to the kitchen sink and tipped some water into a basin and washed her hands. She hoped the cook would not bring her to the attention of the guests. Game bags were unpacked and birds taken away to be hung. Sir Gareth and Mr Giles Denton eventually went off arm in arm.
The Marquis and Mr. Chalmers sat down at a corner of the kitchen table. Amaryllis half turned around and stole a look at them. The Marquis was wearing an old plush game coat and leather breeches and boots with dark tops. He was lounging back in his chair, one foot up on the bar of the next chair, and his hands thrust into his pockets. "'I'm glad Warburton is such a dreadful shot,' he was saying. "'I really cannot approve of the senseless slaughter of game. "'Don't kill what you don't mean to eat,' is my motto. "'But Warburton was banging away like a madman. "'He nearly bagged Sir Gareth. "'I suppose we'd better join the ladies. "'This visit was not a good idea.' And Miss Duvane is in residence after all, said Mr. Chalmers, slyly. Still twang the old heartstrings, does she? Don't be vulgar, said the Marquis, taking his...